0: Love Talk Radio. Good evening, everybody, and live from Kyle Lawler's car. It's the Fourth and Inches show with Jana <laughs> and the Sherpa. Glad we can uh, get some laughter. <laughs> you're back, all right. Hopefully, uh, not. You weren't arrested or anything in the past week, like when the Giants' quarterback, as if the season could get any worse not. for them. But yeah, uh, you know,
1: just when you think you're at rock bottom this happened
0: no and I don't know if if you listened to the show last week but I actually did pick them to win for a change and of course they let me I was down I really proud so... of
1: you it didn't go great uh, but I was really proud of you
0: I went out on a limb and I, I got thought off so I'm, I think I'm done with them for the season <laughs> the, the one good thing about this week is that I don't have to watch them but uh, anyway be that as it may
1: yeah, I mean, hey, you got a bye week. So, short of some arrests, really nothing that bad can happen to you this week.
0: Yeah, I just I hope they build a bubble around <laughs> Saquon Barkley, and that's about it.
1: Yeah, you know, kind of like how the Cowboys we made uh, Des Bryant have 24-hour security guards. You guys need to have security around him just to keep him safe. We just had to keep Des safe from himself.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, he had to. You had to keep him safe from himself with. The Giants, I think they just have to keep people away from Saquon Barkley. If anybody needs uh, that, the Des Bryant treatment, there it's Odell Beckham, but he, I don't think his, oh, yeah. uh, sure. is quite uh, as as um, prone to getting himself in in any kind of trouble as, as Des was. But uh, anyway, so you
1: never know on the season you just goes. Never know.
0: <laughs> you never know. And uh, how about um, How about your Cowboys picking up? Uh, Amari Cooper, nice, nice pickup for them. We have lots of uh, I am trades involving about wide receivers, but yeah, I, I was thinking yeah. you would be. So, I mean, it looked like a pretty steep price in retrospect, especially after the you know, Eagles pick up Golden Tate for just a third round pick. You know, the, Looks like maybe but the, at Cowboys, the same time you know, like it
1: was a it was a very big void that needed to be filled, and we kind of needed a big name to distract everyone from trying to get Jason Garrett fired and how bad things were going. This is like typical jerry jones let 's just let's set something on fire over here to distract from the one in front of us so that people look away that's literally what this was, and i 'm all in on it i'm totally fine with it
0: but <laughs> I mean again, if Golden Tate was available. For third round pick, you know, I I just can't imagine Amari Cooper is going to help them that much more than Golden Tate would have.
1: I see what you're saying. I do. I like Amari Cooper a little better than Golden Tate, um, but that's a personal preference. Quite frankly, they're both elite wide receivers and Golden Tate, you know, has caught for over a thousand yards the last couple of seasons. He's always around. Um, I think Amari Cooper might be a hair healthier, and I'm going to hang my hat on that, than Golden Tate has been, but, you know, it's would I rather have given up a third round pick? Absolutely. But have we squandered some of our first round picks? Maybe we're saving ourselves from ourselves.
0: Interesting thought. So, um, with that in mind, how can uh, people find us?
1: You can find us here for the next hour, bringing you tricks and treats per usual, as well as our game picks, who to start, who to sit, injuries, daily fantasy picks, news and notes, your waiver wire pickups, all that good stuff, Um, obviously some hard-hitting analysis. And probably some arguments along the way. If that isn't enough for you, and quite frankly, how could one hour of us be enough? You can find us all week long, all over social media. We're at fantasyfootballsherpa.com, at the Fantasy Football Sherpa fan page on Facebook. We're on Twitter at the number 4 and inches show. J K I M 16 and fantasy underscore Sherpa. And then of course you can find past episodes. If this just isn't enough, uh, anywhere that you find your podcasts on blog, talk radio, whatever floats your boat. So we'll be here for the next hour as we are every Wednesday night. So get excited people. we got a lot of good stuff despite it being a terrible bye week this week.
0: <laughs> yeah. I like to listen to old shows from about three weeks ago, three years ago. I find that really helps me, uh, get jacked up for the coming week
1: you know it does and you know sometimes you're stuck in traffic i live in the dc area i spend an awful lot of time in my car sometimes you need stuff to do who am i to say you shouldn't listen to our incredibly soothing arguments
0: (laughs) well you've got nine years worth 150 episodes plus to uh pick from now so we're a a little bit there yeah So uh, if we get towards the end of the show, I know you want to give us some uh, DFS advice and maybe we can also sneak in some uh, mid-season trick-or-treat awards uh, to the players that have been the most pleasant surprises and some guys that have uh, let our teams down so far. So why don't we hop right right into it? Uh, Do you want to hit us up with the injuries? For what it's
1: worth, yeah, the nice thing about there being so freaking many teams on buys is the injury report. Not quite as terrible as it normally is. I think I, I condensed it maybe onto one page this week, which is exciting. Um, worth noting, you've got six teams on a bye this week. The Bengals, Colts, Giants, Eagles, Cardinals, and the Jaguars. So you are down a whole lot of players. And then we got injuries. Uh, so we've got plenty of waiver wire picks for you. Uh, also, the trade deadline has come and gone. And this was our busiest trade deadline to date. Um We talked about Amari Cooper already. That one had sort of already happened. Um, Worth noting, Carlos Hyde had previously been traded from the Browns to the Jaguars. Uh, Eli Apple got moved. Damian Harrison. Demarius Thomas went from the Broncos to the Texans. Golden Tate we talked about as well from the Lions to the Eagles. Ty Montgomery, who was in a whole lot of hot water in Green Bay, is now a member of the Baltimore Ravens. Uh Dante Fowler Jr. went from the Jaguars to the Rams and Clinton uh Haha Clinton Dix went from the Packers to the Redskins. So some interesting names moving. Uh certainly some teams. So you should improved. get the last laugh. <laughs> you would think. I personally I was not a big fan of that move for the Packers. If I'm the Redskins, holy moly, that was great. Um but obviously as a, a Cowboys fan, I was not thrilled. So so we've got Couple of players moving. Now we've got some injuries. Uh, Will Fuller Can I have a chime great in with game something last for a week? second? Oh, yes, go right ahead.
0: I, I find it very interesting that Golden Tate and Amari Cooper both have the benefit of dual bye weeks given where and yeah, when they were traded. Nice, and Amari right? Cooper actually got his bye weeks uh, consecutively. He got traded from the Raiders when they had a bye week. He's
1: very well and then rested. He got
0: traded to the Cowboys right before. Yes. Yeah, so Amari Cooper should definitely be among the uh better rested players going into the to week nine. I'm sure
1: he was hoping he could have been traded before that he had to go to London. But you know, we can't and get what
0: uh, we want. <laughs> Richard Matthews is now in New York Jet. Yes. And yes, he uh, is Terrell Pryor is now probably simultaneously. Like literally
1: minutes after Rashard Matthews was like, I don't think I'm going to play for anyone this year. The Jets were like, hold that thought. We've got something for you. And you're right. Terrell Pryor back in the fold. The Buffalo Bills bringing him in.
0: Simultaneously their best wide receiver and best quarterback on their roster now.
1: I think he's going to get some playing time. I feel like he will.
0: (laughs) That wouldn't be, you know, that might not actually be a bad move if you're, Really hurting, you know, for a flex guy is a wide receiver. Pick him up. Hope the Bills are getting blown out, and that they decide that time to pull the plug on the Nathan Peterman quarterly experiment and uh, see what they have in Terrell Pryor as a quarterback. Yeah, you'll probably I know mean, about two plays at that point, but it would be fun to watch. That might actually get me to what? tune into I'm a Bills sure game.
1: He'd probably do well with those two plays. I would. I don't think I'd have a problem watching the Bills game this week. I mean, it's not going to great, but they he have a lot of moving parts there. He's fast. He might be able to do that. You seen him run? That guy's got speed. <laughs>
0: well. He had even more in his prior life.
1: Oh, you know, I see what you did there. So maybe we should start with the Bills since there's a, there is a lot happening there. Um, they brought in Terrell Pryor. They also signed Matt Barkley as well. So, if you're anybody that has thrown a football and your name's not Colin Kaepernick, come on down to Buffalo. That seems to be how oh this my is gosh.
0: going. That, yeah, don't um, get me started on that.
1: It's <laughs> a whole other thing. But, uh, so, Terrell Pryor coming aboard. Matt Barkley also coming in. Nathan Peterman is going to be the starter this week for Buffalo. Uh, Derek Anderson's concussed, still has not graduated from the concussion protocol. Josh Allen still dealing with that bad Colin Kaepernick obviously
0: doesn't fit their system. No, That's the excuse not. they always use. He doesn't fit our system. Yeah,
1: because they have such a system. I mean, come on. Right.
0: And it's working so the well for them. The best thing the
1: Bills do is their fans <laughs> jump through tables all the time. I don't know why, but I love that they do it. It doesn't make any sense. So yeah. things are not great in Buffalo. They did not trade Terrell prior. That's probably all of the news coming out of there.
0: So,
1: so the Nathan Peterman experience rolls on. That'll be interesting. Uh Will Fuller had a great game this week and promptly tore his ACL. He's done for the year, which uh is not good for Houston. <laughs> things no. things are uh the wheels are coming off a bit. So Enter we'll Demarius see we'll Thomas. see how that all plays off. Yeah, I mean Demarius Thomas is here, but he's not the Demarius Thomas of four years ago.
0: Well, but he gets to so go back to Denver should... for his first game as a Texan, which will be which pretty is interesting. Nice.
1: Yeah, which will be good. Um I know you're excited about this. Oh Fitz Magic back under center for the Buccaneers this week. Ryan Fitzpatrick came in he like a defense? hero.
0: Does he play? You no, know, he might
1: be able to he's very smart. That's... He went to Harvard. I don't know if you know that. Might be able to figure it out.
0: I I'd heard it, but uh I just <laughs> Once or twice. As long as he doesn't play defense. I mean to me that's just yeah. You know that's rearranging the deck chairs on the Titanic. You know, the, I mean, yes, Jameis Winston had a bad game, but, you know, they've got to decide whether they're going to re-sign him to a long-term contract this off-season. They're not making the playoffs, and by putting Ryan Fitzpatrick yeah. in there, they're just, you know, making it harder to get an accurate read on Jameis Winston, I think. I mean, Fitzpatrick has obviously been a better quarterback than Jameis Winston this season, but, you know, he's yeah. a 35-year-old. Career backup. He didn't suddenly discover how to play at an elite level. You know, he's like a hitter in baseball that has a you know five game hitting streak when he was hitting you know two twenty before that, and now all of a sudden you know people want to you know put him on the all star team or make him an all pro. And yeah, you know, that for the long term good. i it saying Buccaneers ride the hot hand. Like, they're doing the wrong thing. Uh,
1: I don't. I mean, don't think Jameis Winston or Ryan Fitzpatrick is the quarterback of the future for this team. I don't think that quarterback's on the roster. So for now, I, you know, rearrange the deck chairs. We'll be okay. They're in uh, a terrible division. I mean, like, there's not like they're playing strong defense. It's just throw somebody out there. You got to try to win something. No, but I
0: mean, the Saints and the Panthers are the two teams that are, you know, going to be the playoff contenders in that con- in that division. I mean, you know, Falcons maybe have an outside shot. You know, the Bucks have no shot, even if, you know, they keep, scoring points on offense, they let in, you know, more on defense. If they had traded for a bunch of defensive players, I could understand that. But again, you know, they're basically playing for next year at this point. And, you know, you've got to figure out it. It sounds like they've made up their mind that Jameis Winston is not going to be back with them next year, but, you know, if they haven't made that decision yet, then they need to be playing him and not Ryan Fitzpatrick much as I like Ryan Fitzpatrick and his whole story. But, uh, yeah, that's that's not where the future is. We all know how I (laughs) feel about
1: it. (laughs) Uh, So, moving on uh, to a quarterback who did not sign with the Buffalo Bills, Landry Jones signed with the Jaguars. This is a precautionary move due to Blake Bortles having – Uh, Some some shoulder issues right now, they're on a bye week, so there's a real good chance Landry Jones is probably never going to suit up for the Jaguars, but this is a just-in-case thing. So, you know, if you want to go out and pick up Landry Jones, by all means. Uh, CJ Beathard of the Fighting CJ Beathard is dealing with what he's calling um, his right hand and wrist are, quote, kind of messed up, which is a very strong medical diagnosis. He is uncertain. They're playing on Thursday night this week, in case you have not looked at the schedule yet. So I'd keep an eye on that. Um, regardless of how messed up his right hand and wrist are, you probably shouldn't be starting him. But just in case,
0: there's your, there's you your news and notes. You shouldn't be starting him even when he's 100% healthy.
1: I mean, I think there's a time to play. I know that's but
0: sacrilege to you, it's, but
1: it's not I, I would week. start
0: Ryan Fitzpatrick over him.
1: Well, that's okay. how
0: little of I course. think of him.
1: Fitz magic, no brainer. Uh, Marcus Mariota, in happier news, has regained full feeling in his hand and is no longer playing with a glove. Unfortunately, he's also not throwing touchdown passes, but maybe that will change. Perhaps not this week. They're playing the Cowboys. Uh, the Seahawks release Brandon Marshall. That makes me a little sad. I think he'll probably pop up somewhere else. Uh, A.J. Green of the bye week Bengals was spotted was spotted in a walking boot, which. They're calling precautionary. He should be fine. He should be playing out of the bye week. Do not, you know, set your lineup on fire yet. Just keep an eye on it. Uh, Also, the Browns, in typical Browns fashion, fired Hugh Jackson and their defensive coordinator, Todd Haley, Greg Williams of the uh, cheating and bribery scandals back in the New Orleans days, has been named the interim head coach. This is the Browns being the Browns.
0: time for some values on, uh, yeah. on the other opposing team. I feel like
1: that Browns team could really get behind that.
0: So maybe it'll work. So what's the rationale for firing Hugh Jackson in the middle of the season when he's won more games this season than he has in the That's prior the two thing. seasons combined? This is
1: literally the I, most inexplicable time to fire him.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I could just, totally just see if he's gotten fired sense. after either of the last two off-seasons, but uh, you know, firing him now, maybe it's... I, I guess they have a new GM, and maybe he just figures, you know, he's made up his mind, and unlike the previous regime, there's no sense in pretending that things are going to get better there, but uh, that, that was a I mean, you didn't do it decision. when they were
1: 1-15. You didn't do it when they were totally defeated, but you literally waited until he had won multiple games before firing him. It just makes no sense. No. But such as the Browns. We don't understand a lot of what happens there. Neither do they. Yeah, I like how Greg Williams
0: says, too, he's turned down four NFL head coaching jobs at different times. which That is is a bold-faced lie because
1: nobody is staying as an assistant coach for the Cleveland Browns if you've got head coaching offers on the table. There's literally no way that happens.
0: No one's buying what you're selling, Greg Williams. Even if you had them five or ten years ago, you know, if you really want to be an NFL head coach, you know, you don't turn down poor offers. You know, I mean, did he think the Patriots that Bill Belichick was going to say, Oh, I'm going to retire. So that Greg Williams can replace me. Of course not. So I just, on the surface of it, that just strikes me as a, as a boast that's uh, most likely not true.
1: But maybe this false bravado, is going to mesh really well with Baker Mayfield, and they're going to do great things. I have no idea. This is a total crapshoot. They're playing I agreed with City. you. I you
0: added shoot.
1: <laughs> anyway, moving on. Ryan Tannehill, still not going to play this week. So old Brockweiler's back under center in Miami. Uh, ben Roethlisberger, Brock no, the left you know, Brocktober has been coined by another another human. I don't know what we're gonna do. <laughs> yeah,
0: but he's not playing anymore. His season's over.
1: And I guess by the time old Brockweiler oh, yeah. plays, it will be November. So he's safe.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Ben Roethlisberger fractured his left index finger. He's going to play. They're playing the uh, Ravens. There's no way he's missing that. Sony Michelle is dealing with that knee injury, which looked really bad. But now they're saying he's just week to week, and he's sort of coming to practice. So who knows if he's going to play or not that week with,
0: with an A it
1: might be uh, might be a little of both could be one and then the other hard to say okay Dalvin Cook not going to play this week he's not coming back till after the Vikings week 10 by week dealing with that hamstring injury and really screwing up my fantasy team a little bit but it's okay Melvin Gordon however Looks like he's going to be back this week from his hamstring injury. Uh, he's been limited at practice, but at least he's going to practice, so I'm taking part in that. Leonard Fournette, uh, the Jaguars are on a bye this week. They think he's going to play next week coming off the bye. Hopefully he's rested by then. This, this hamstring epidemic is really not doing good things. Uh, Royce Freeman, he's doing something a little different. He's got a high ankle sprain. He's quote day to day. He's uncertain. This one's probably going to go down to Sunday. So keep an eye on that. Tyree kills left in the fourth quarter of the game last week with a strained groin. He's questionable. Again, that's probably going to go down to the wire. Kiki Kute is still dealing with that hamstring injury. He's very questionable. Uh, I would think that they're they're trying to be very cautious with him. So I would not be shocked if he did not play this week. Allen Robinson's in the same boat with a strained groin. He's questionable, but it looks like they may hold him out another week. Cooper Cup, on the other hand, with his MCL strain, looks like he's going to play this week barring a setback. Quincy Inunua and Robbie Anderson are both dealing with ankle injuries out in New York. And uh, Inunua is practicing. It looks like he's going to play. Robbie Anderson's still not practicing, so he's a lot more questionable there. Jamison Crowder dealing with an ankle injury. Uh, he was limited today. It looks like he's got a pretty good shot at playing, but, again, keep an eye on it. Pierre Garçon, also limited at practice and questionable with a knee injury. He's a little more touch and go. It's going to see how he looks later in the week. Kenny Stills Stills return to practice. Looks like he's on track to play uh, dealing with that groin injury. Jeff Swaim in Dallas, he has a spring MCL. He's pretty questionable. So Fingers crossed he gets on the field, but it doesn't look great. But Texans tight end Ryan Griffin will be back this week after missing the last two games with an illness, and that, ladies and gentlemen, is the injury report. Oh. I got my
0: EPA <laughs> while you were doing the injury report.
1: And that's with six teams on a buy.
0: Yes. <laughs> no. Actually, can we talk for a moment about the one player who did not get traded? Sure. The one prominent running oh, back,
1: Le'Veon Bell. Yeah.
0: No still not Liberty showing
1: bell, up, still
0: not signing his tender No, and there's there's not going to be a Liberty Bell At least not till the off season. But uh, yeah, I just wanted I'm to upset about ask, it. ask you what. Um, well, I'm sure the, a lot of the people That uh, took him as the first or second pick Off the board in their drafts Are upset about it But uh, what do you think is going to yeah. happen there? Is he going to come back for week 10? Or is he just done? You know, is he going to sit out the whole season? Or what, what do you think is going on there?
1: At this point, I think he might sit out the whole season. I mean, if if you can't show up for a Ravens game, I don't know what you're doing. Like, you tell everyone you're coming back. You don't, you don't call. You don't show. You're just ghosting everybody. I mean, most workplaces, if you don't show up to work for three days, you've abandoned your job. You don't have a job anymore. <laughs> like, it's been three months. I just, I don't know. I, I don't think he's coming back. I don't think he has any desire to right now. I think his feelings are still hurt. Nobody's made him feel special, and so he's not showing up.
0: Well, I think he's just looking at it, okay, he's going to cost himself $16 million by not playing this season, but you know, he's perhaps going to be more attractive to a, another team because he won't have the extra 400 touches. You know, I mean, he's tread. a year younger
1: in football life, but if I'm another team, this is a little bit of a red flag to me. Like, this is not a guy who's loyal to your team. He's looking out for just number one. That's to me. Mm. That's not a that's not the best quality. If I had to pick between him and somebody else, I don't know.
0: Well, but I I think. Somebody is still going to be willing to sign him to a long-term deal, and it's just a question of of course he somebody get the will. Yes, four or five-year deal that he wants, or is he going to? You know, if I were a GM, you know, I would maybe offer him a slightly higher average annual salary, but I don't think I would go more than two or three years with him, just because I don't think you know I want to be investing fifteen you know million dollars a year in a running back age thirty, but. We'll see. I mean, I I can understand totally where he's coming from, you know, the whole hurt feelings and what he promised or didn't promise aside. You know, I, yeah, I totally I mean, understand I what it. he's doing. He doesn't want to end up like Maurice Jones Drew did a few years ago where he reports yeah. and then gets injured and then never gets the payday. I totally get that. But um, I just I don't think he's going to get a longer term deal if he gets more than. Three years, I'll be uh, surprised, not shocked, but surprised. Yeah, he's not with, he's not uh, getting a five they, year
1: deal. That's that's for
0: sure. Or if they do, it'll be one of those things where he gets a huge signing bonus and it's front loaded, so that if he gets cut after two or three seasons, and yeah. you know, there'll be a lot of dead money on somebody's uh, books for a few seasons. But you know, if he helps them win a Super Bowl in the next couple of years, then probably he'll yeah, it all will be, be worth forgiven. It,
1: yeah, you're so, right. It's just, I just can't believe he's still not there.
0: I, the longer this goes on, the more I think he's just unlikely to sign. And now, you know, with James Conner doing as well as he is, you know, the Steelers have very little incentive to, yeah. I mean, I guess from their perspective, the incentive would be, okay, you know, we want to save some wear on James Conner's tread, you know, rather than have him rack up 350 or 400 touches. Yeah, This season. Let's save some wear and tear on him, and you know, use Le'Veon Bell as much as we can the last six, eight weeks of the season. However far they make it in the playoffs, and then just you know, turn mm-hmm. the keys over to James Conner next season. But uh, so even you know, hurt feelings, ruffled feathers aside, I'm guessing that if Le'Veon Bell wanted to come back, that the steel and he signed his tender, that the he would be starting you know for the Steelers next week, but yeah I think at this point I he's made a right. decision that I'm willing to forfeit the fifteen million dollars in hopes of getting an extra thirty to forty five million dollars you know over the course of my next contract. It's
1: a real sticky situation. I think that's probably yeah. the easiest way to put it,
0: <laughs> yeah, so speaking of sticky situations, we've got the waiver wire for this week, which given that we've got a, a host of injuries that you went over and the slim six teams pick-em. on by, there's it's pretty slim pickings on the waiver wire this week. But uh, just in case you are out there looking for somebody running back wise, um, top of my list would be Duke Johnson with Cleveland, Ido Smith with Atlanta, Raheem Mostart with uh, the 49ers, Frank Gore with Miami, Mike Davis with Seattle, and Alfred Morris also with the 49ers. Um, any thoughts, comments, anybody you think I left off or that you would want to add?
1: No, I'm actually pretty good with that. I like Guido Smith a lot. I don't know if this is going to be like a huge week for him, but I have him stashed on a couple of teams.
0: Yeah, I have him in a dynasty league. I picked him up as in the last pick of the, or my, you know, my last nice. round of a rookie draft and right away got an offer for him, which I politely declined. But uh, yeah. You know, thanks Yeah. We'll yeah. You know, Yeah, pretty much, but I guess uh, Kevin (laughs) Coleman, I think, is a free agent after this season, so he'd still be behind Devontae Freeman, assuming that he's healthy, but of course, he hasn't been healthy this year, so yeah, Yeah, so Ido Smith, it's not his time to shine quite yet, it seems like he'll definitely get that opportunity, if not this season, probably next season, but uh, we shall see, and you know, Frank Gore, yeah, it's nice that he's had a couple of big games, but at 35 years old, I wouldn't be uh, breaking the bank to, to trade for him or scoop him up off the waiver wire if I had a high priority. And, you know, it's one of those things where you have to go to the rear of the line. If you pick somebody up, I, I don't think I would be using that on Frank Gore. But if it's a, you know, bidding situation or if he's just there for the taking you know, and you need somebody yeah. to plug in, go ahead. But, uh, yeah. I, I Sometimes don't think you just need a warm body. <laughs> Yeah, he's going to actually get on the field I know. <laughs> All right. So moving on to wide receiver, if you're a charger-wide receiver with the last name of Williams, I want you off of the yeah. waiver wire this week. So that's Tyrell Williams yep. would be my preference. Mike Williams is actually owned in slightly more leagues, but I still think Terrell Williams is uh, the better pickup the there. Better Danny, Amandola. Danny Amendola with the Dolphins, uh, DJ Moore with the Panthers, Willie Sneed. Um, the fourth with the Ravens, Devonte Parker. Nice game with the Dolphins last week on Thursday Night Football, but I'm not sure that it means anything long-term. Triquan Smith with the Saints and uh, Martavis Bryant, who should have new life with the Raiders now that Amari Cooper is no longer in the picture. He's clearly he one of their so. uh, top two receivers. But uh, uh, anyone to add to the list or anyone you disagree with, there?
1: Um, nope, I, uh, I would throw Anthony Miller in Chicago on there also.
0: Sure, sure, mm-hmm. that's, that's a good one to keep an eye on. Um, quarterback wise, actually, quarterback isn't terrible this week. If you need somebody, it's Alex actually, not Smith is out there. Joe Flacco, Baker Mayfield, Derek Carr, Dak Prescott, and <clears throat> Ryan Fitzpatrick all yes. uh, out there on the waiver <laughs> wire and uh, if all of those guys are taken and you don't mind somebody whose hand and wrist aren't working uh, properly then, they're just uh, kind of messed, messed up they're not all the way messed up it's just kind Beathard of messed experience. up <laughs> yeah but that's not for me and hopefully you're not in such dire straits with your fantasy team that you need them either but, I hope uh, not anybody I, really I overlooked on not. the quarterback front
1: um. No, I mean Derek Carr's out there in a fair amount of leagues. Uh, yep. Even without Amari Cooper, he's probably gonna put up some points this week.
0: Yep. And uh, mm. yeah, Nathan Peterman is out there, and just make sure he stays out there. You should leave him. He's you should your... leave
1: him out there. <laughs> just leave him
0: out there. Yeah. Leave him out in the cold. Yeah. Uh,
1: Sorry, Nathan. All right.
0: And. Uh, <laughs> Tight end, another one where the pickings are pretty slim. You've got Ed Dixon in Seattle, Jesse James with the Steelers, Chris Herndon with the Jets, rookie Hayden Hurst with the Ravens, and Charles Clay with your beloved Buffalo Bills. Uh, Those are the guys that are out there. Put
1: him on your team.
0: No, no, (laughs) Cannot advocate enough for that dude. Not this week. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, but not on that team. I, I just, I can't, I can't agree with that, but uh Anyway, any anybody out there uh, besides the ones that I named that you think I'm overlooking If you're looking for somebody
1: to stash, Jack Doyle's available in a lot of places. He came back kind of with a bang last week after missing the last five games. He's on a bye this week, but if he's out there, put him on your roster.
0: Alrighty, uh shall we move on to our uh, top ten list for this week? Let's do it. Okay, Uh, who do you have on your running back list?
1: I have Todd Gurley at the top of my list. I'm guessing you may as well. (laughs) Kareem Hunt and Alvin uh, Kamara. Wow, okay. I've got Kareem Hunt and Alvin Kamara in my top three. Uh, From there, Melvin Gordon back from the dead. I'm excited about it. Christian McCaffrey, Ezekiel Elliott, James White, uh, James Conner. Your name's James. It's a good time to be on the list. Adrian Peterson and Latavius Murray rounding out my top 10.
0: Okay. you will probably be shocked to know that I do not have Todd Gurley in my top 10 this week.
1: Jeez Louise, man. Um,
0: All right. Taking his place, though, so <laughs> I've got Kareem Hunt first, Alvin Kamara second, Jordan Howard third, James Conner fourth, uh, Ezekiel Elliott fifth, Adrian Peterson sixth. Christian McCaffrey, 7, Aaron Jones, 8, Lamar Miller, 9, rounding out my top 10, James White. So we do have him in common. Okay.
1: We've, we have right. some overlap. <laughs>
0: some. Not much, but some. How about the uh, yeah. avoid yeah. list? Let's see. I I, uh-huh. I didn't hear anybody from my avoid list on your top 10 list, so hopefully that okay. means we'll have some overlap here. Yeah, I think, I think
1: we're safe there. Uh, I've got Chris Thompson, Austin Eckler, Doug Martin, Duke Johnson, Royce Freeman, who we talked about before, uh, Jamal Williams, Alfred Blue, Theo Riddick, Mike Davis, uh, Ty Montgomery, I don't want anything to do with, Sonny Michelle, like I talked about. I don't want to play any reindeer games really with any of the uh, Patriots running backs, and for the most part, the Green Bay ones either.
0: All right. Not as much overlap as I thought we would have, but – LaShawn McCoy and Chris Ivory at the top of my avoid list, Alex Collins, the Royce Freeman-Philip Lindsay tandem, the Dion Lewis-Derek Henry tandem, the Nick Chubb-Duke Johnson tandem, and Isaiah Crowell all uh, on the Sherpa's uh, avoid list for this week.
1: Okay. All right. So I'm I'm interested to see how game picks go already.
0: (laughs) Yes. Okay. Oh man. Um, What about your wide receivers?
1: What are we looking like here? Wide
0: receivers. I have uh, Adam Thielen at the top of my list, who's uh, quietly having a really amazing season. Tyreek Hill two. Yeah. To talk about
1: tricks or treats, Adam Thielen has definitely been a treat.
0: Yes, he has. Adam Thielen one. Tyreek Hill two. Michael Thomas three. Antonio Brown four. DeAndre Hopkins five. Mike Evans six. Devontae Adams, 7, Brandon Cooks, 8, Robert Woods, 9, and Julian Edelman rounding out my top 10. And uh, Amari Cooper just outside my top 10. So hopefully that's uh, okay. a good uh, element I like for the it. Cowboys.
1: Amari Cooper is uh, just outside of my top 10 as well. Couldn't quite get him in there, but that's all right. Uh, I have Adam Thielen at the top of my list as well. Michael Thomas at number two, Antonio Brown, Devonte Adams, Tyree Kill, Julio Jones, Mike Evans, DeAndre Hopkins, Robert Woods, and Keenan Allen rounding out my top ten.
0: All right. So we had eight of the ten, and Keenan Allen was right after Amari Cooper on my list. So it feels like there was a fair yeah. amount of uh, consensus there. My avoid list for this week, I've got Jarvis Landry at the top of that list, Michael Crabtree, Allen Robinson. Corey Davis, Kelvin Benjamin, Antonio Calloway, any of the Jets' wide receivers, as you mentioned, as they're either banged up or newly signed. So no Robbie Anderson, Quincy Noonwau, or Rashard Matthews. Uh, No Emmanuel Sanders. I know he's the clear top dog in Denver now, but I don't like the matchup this week. And uh, Cortland Sutton, uh, who's been also getting a lot of... you know, people shouting can and recommending week. him.
1: Yeah, yeah. Him I, I just don't.
0: Week. Yeah, I, I'm with okay. you there.
1: I think that it's it's going to be good for him in the long run, but I don't think this is the week to capitalize on that, if you will.
0: So. How about uh, uh, quarterbacks? Who do you like? Oh, you didn't give me your avoid list yet. That's Go okay. Ahead.
1: It's not that exciting, but um. I had uh, Cortland Sutton on mine, Muhammad Sanu, Chris Godwin, Kiki Kute, Tyler Lockett, Devontae Parker, DJ Moore, uh, Tyrell Williams. I went with Mike over Tyrell this week. Quincy Inunua, Colt Beasley, as much as that pains me to do, and Kelvin Benjamin, who I did enjoy the analysis this week where he was one biscuit away from being a tight end. Thank you, Booger McFarland. So, you know, you learn Mm. something new every day.
0: Whoa. Maybe he'd, uh yeah, that's, that's an interesting uh, observation there. Yep. I hadn't, I missed that, but uh, it's an interesting call. <laughs> How about uh, quarterbacks? Who's who do you like a lot this week?
1: Um, I do not have C.J. Beathard on my start list. I do, in fact, have him on my avoid list this week. So you can breathe a sigh of relief. <laughs> I, I don't Patrick have him on Mahomes. my avoid list. Really? Okay. I'm I'm I don't have I'm a little America's more concerned about either, the
0: my purgatory.
1: He's in the purgatory list. Oh jeez.
0: Yeah.
1: Um well I have Patrick Mahomes decidedly at the top of my list. Aaron Rodgers at number two, Tom Brady three, Cam Newton and Kirk Cousins rounding out my top five. Jared Goff, Drew Brees, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Slash FitzMagic, Matt Ryan, and Philip Rivers rounding out my top ten.
0: Oh. Um <laughs> we actually agreed exactly on our top four, if you can believe that. So Patrick Mahomes, wow. Aaron Rodgers, wow. Tom Brady, Cam Wow, I am Newton. shocked. I agree with you on those four. I have Mitch Trubisky at five, excuse me, Mitchell Trubisky at five. I have him Kirk just Cousins, outside. Six, He's
1: 11 on my list.
0: Uh, Drew Brees, seven. Ben Roethlisberger, eight. Dak Prescott, nine. And Alex Smith, ten. Okay. Jared Goff all and right. Ryan Fitzpatrick were in my next five, but
1: interesting. All right. So again, all right. interested to see how game picks go.
0: <laughs> yep. How about uh quarterbacks to avoid?
1: I have uh Joe Flacco, Baker Mayfield, Dak Prescott, Marcus Mariota, and all the feeling in his hands, CJ Bethard, uh, Case Keenum, Brock Osweiler, Sam Darnold. That's Names on that list didn't I didn't enjoy it all this right. week. Did not enjoy my avoid yeah, list.
0: Yeah, I I couldn't come up given all the buys. I couldn't come up with ten that I absolutely wanted to avoid. I but I I think okay, I eight. have six, and those are Joe Flacco, Keenum, Marcus Mariota, Sam Darnold, Baker Mayfield, and Nathan Peterman. So we agreed on some of ours. <laughs> like... Okay, onto the tight ends. <laughs> Uh, recommended for me this week, Travis Kelsey, number one, Greg Olson, two, Kyle Rudolph, three, Jimmy Graham, fourth, Trey Burton, fifth, Jared Cook, six, Rob Gronkowski, seven, Jordan Reed, eight, Vance McDonald, nine, and O.J. Howard, ten. Ryan Griffin and Ben Watson, okay. just outside my top ten.
1: We've some overlap here. I also have Travis Kelsey at the top of my list. I've got George Kittle, number two. Uh, Rob Gronkowski is a little higher for me. i got him at three. Jared Cook, Greg Olson, Jimmy Graham, Trey Burton, O.J. Howard, Jordan Reed, and David Njoku running on my top ten.
0: All right. Explain to me how you're still as high on Rob Gronkowski week to week as you are. I'm I mean, I not, can understand it's, putting it's him in the top ten. It's not so much that
1: I'm, I'm that high on him per se this week. It's, I think there's going to be a lot of points scored in that game. And I think that Green Bay is going to have a little trouble keeping Gronk out of, out of you know, some significant fantasy points. So, for me, matchup-wise, I think he's a good pick this week.
0: And he still hasn't found the end zone since week one.
1: Nope. But, you know, I, I, I'm not a fan of his touchdown dances, so I'm kind of okay with it. Plus, I don't have him on any fantasy teams.
0: <laughs> All right. Um, for me, I actually had David Njoku at the top of my avoid list for this week. Oh, by Chris Herndon, terrible. Nick, Nick Boyle-Hayden-Hurst combo, Charles Clay, mm-hmm. and Johnny Smith. It was really hard for me to come up with any tight ends that I really wanted to avoid this week, but uh, that's my list.
1: I'd, yeah, I mean, obviously David and Joku aside, I don't disagree with those. Um, I'd also throw, I'd probably throw Jesse James and Antonio Gates on that list as well as Cameron Breit, um, you know, Ed Dixon, but it, it it was it was few and far between.
0: Okay, how about uh, defenses? Who do you like as we uh, get set to head into game picks? Who Who do you like a <clears> lot this week?
1: I've got the Bears at the top of my list, as well as the That's Cowboys, long. Texans, the Panthers, Ravens, uh, the Dolphins, Broncos, Vikings, the Chiefs, and the Chargers for my top ten.
0: Okay, I. Think we, I think I only came up with six that I really like, and I think you hit all of them with possibly okay, one exception. Okay, that's so actually I have very good. Chicago call. and Dallas were the top two on my list. Uh, Pittsburgh three, Kansas City four, Miami five, and Houston six. How about uh, defenses you want to avoid this week?
1: I'm staying away from the Rams and the Saints, the Seahawks, the Lions, the Fighting C.J. Beathards and the 49ers, the Packers, Falcons, Raiders, Patriots, Buccaneers. Lots of high-scoring games this week. I don't want any part of it.
0: Okay, I'm staying away from the Browns, the Buccaneers. Yeah, the uh, Browns, Buccaneers, Bills, Packers, Patriots, Lions, and Rams are the teams I really want to avoid this week.
1: All right, I can I can live with that. I can definitely live with that. All right, that was I mean we don't normally uh, agree on defenses. Strange week we're having.
0: Yeah, well it's going to be interesting. Let's see how we do on the individual game picks then. So Thursday night we've got the Battle of the Bay. The you know Raiders are uh, traveling south to uh, Santa Clara to take on the 49ers, and yeah I I think this could go either way, but. uh, with a healthier quarterback, I'm going to go with the the Grudens over the flying C.J. Beathards. I'm going to say Raiders 27, <laughs> uh, 49ers 24. The Chuckies over the flying C.J. Beathards.
1: It is Halloween week, so I think you have to pick Chucky to win. I just I just think there are some things that are hard science. Andy Reid going to have a weird week after the bye week. Chucky should win on Halloween week. Just how it works. Um, so I, I did not pick the fighting CJ Bethards this week, although it's Thursday night, so I take solace in the fact that weird stuff generally happens. So there's a chance they could still win. But I took Oakland 34-30, a little bit of a shootout out west.
0: Well, next year, the Thursday night game will be on Halloween, so that'll be really interesting to see.
1: I hope people dress up. <laughs>
0: I want to see someone running downfield
1: dressed as a panda to catch a ball. That's what I would like to see.
0: Or just as a sloth.
1: Yeah, I think it's fun.
0: I hope they have the Bills on Thursday night football on Halloween next year and the whole team dress as sloths. I think that would be pretty funny.
1: Or, or even better... You have the Bills playing, but really like the Patriots show up in Bills uniforms, and it's a whole different thing. That's what I would really like to see. You think you're getting one thing, and then Tom Brady shows up dressed like Nathan Peterman, and you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. What what if the Bills
0: came out wearing the Bills came out wearing Patriots uniforms, (laughs) and Nathan Peterman were wearing a Patriots jersey with the number 12 on it? That would be hilarious.
1: What a time to be alive. (laughs) You know, can we yeah. – I, I don't know who we need to talk to about this, but we need to talk to somebody.
0: <laughs> yeah. Now quarterbacking for the Buffalo Bills, number 19, Johnny Unitas. <laughs> oh, man. That would be the ultimate foolish uh, delight on Halloween. So, anyway, um, moving on to the Sunday games. No running game this week. First up, we've got Thank Chicago goodness. at Buffalo. Yeah, I I think both of us uh, see this game somewhat similarly. I'm uh, going with a Chicago blowout here. I'm saying Chicago 31, Buffalo 14.
1: I'm taking Chicago to win 27-17. I liked that the Buffalo Bills played three and a half quarters of real football this week. Uh, Unfortunately, Derek Anderson is not walking through that door, so I don't don't think they're going to win this game. You know, I wanted to well, say it with a straight face, and I just couldn't. Just couldn't pull it off.
0: Maybe they should sign Chad Kelly. I mean, he is Jim Kelly's nephew, and yes. uh, he, why not? Um, after he got himself into trouble at the Broncos Halloween party, he hasn't been doing too much.
1: He hasn't. Things did not go well for him there.
0: <laughs> no. Maybe Kyle Wallett can give him a lift.
1: Maybe you know. I'm sure they have some things to talk about.
0: Yeah, yeah. So um, next up, we've got uh, Pittsburgh at Baltimore. Uh, Tough game to pick. I know it's a rematch. Baltimore won earlier this season at Heinz Field. I think Pittsburgh's going to return the favor here. I think Pittsburgh uh, seems to have uh, gotten over some of their early season issues and distractions. I'll go with Pittsburgh here by a touchdown, 27-20.
1: I'm taking Baltimore 27-24. I think they're going to bounce back from a poor showing last week uh, by Joe Flacco, for sure. I think they're going to bounce back. I don't think Ty Montgomery is the difference maker here, but I think their defense can stifle Ben Roethlisberger enough, and they're at home. I think they've got a chance. I'm taking them in a barn burner. All
0: right. Next up, we've got Atlanta at Washington, Uh, Atlanta. Just, I don't know. It's I have no idea what's to, going
1: on with the Falcons.
0: I mean, they no. did win that Monday night game against the Giants, so there's that going for they them, did. and they're they well-rested. But And the Redskins are surprising me. I mean, right now the East looks like the NFC East uh, looks like a two-team oh. race between, if you can call it that. Uh, it looks more like a three-legged race, but... Uh, it, it looks like it a doesn't race look between good. the. Does not look it good. It looks like a race. Yeah, it looks like a race, if you can call it that, between the Eagles and the Redskins, and I'd give the Eagles the advantage there. Well, right now it doesn't look like either team would be doing major damage in the playoffs, but uh, Atlanta. No. Um, just I I can't see even if uh, Deion Jones comes back, uh, which might not be till next week, but uh, I'll I'll still take Washington here at home. Uh, Ha, ha Clinton Dix will have the last laugh and with this new team as uh, the Redskins win this 28-24. I
1: have the same score, but I have the Falcons winning. This is honestly the game that was hardest for me to pick. Um, I just, I think Atlanta's got the ability to do this. I just don't know if they will. There are things that, like, I, I really like the resurgence of Adrian Peterson. That defense got stronger in Washington. I just think Matt Ryan's got he's got to carry him here. That's what needs to happen. I'm going to take the Falcons 28-24. Not entirely confident in this, but that's the way I'm going.
0: Okay. Next up, we've got uh, Detroit at Minnesota. And it still kind of blows my mind that Minnesota got blown out at home by um, Buffalo in week two of the season. Yeah. Just, I, I still don't know what happened there. i New Orleans losing to New Orleans at home, that's more understandable, but uh, I think they'll get the the ship righted this week. So I'm going to go with uh, Minnesota and the thumping feelings to uh, win this one 30 24.
1: (laughs) I've got Minnesota winning this 27 23. I think uh, old Matt Stafford will hang around for a while. I think this is going to be a really good game to watch. This is actually one I'm looking forward to. Um, I could certainly see it going the other way, but I think Minnesota at home, I think they have the edge.
0: Okay, next up we've got uh Kansas City's turn to maul the Browns um this week and I'll go <laughs> with the Chiefs uh final score of thirty five to twenty.
1: Yeah, I mean it's there are there are a lot of ways I try to justify Cleveland winning games. I mean Heck, you go back and listen to any episode last season, uh, probably half of them, I picked the Browns. Uh, but, you know, you fire your coaching staff, you're playing Kansas City.
0: Ugh.
1: <laughs> I have them winning, uh, losing by a smaller margin, at least. I've got them losing to Kansas City 31-21. I mean, you got to think Baker Mayfield's going to throw some, he's going to have to throw some passes, so there's some fantasy points to be had, if nothing else.
0: Okay, next up we've got uh, the Jets-Dolphins rematch from I think it was uh, week two or three in the season. Um, I'll go with the Dolphins. Back when Miami were world (laughs) leaders. Yes, back when we were Kings. But uh, I I, I think the Dolphins will figure out how to win this game. I mean, the Jets are a little bit more respectable now than I thought they would be, but they still... Haven't uh, shown that they can hang with really good good teams. And I don't think Miami counts as a really good team, but I think they are a slightly better team. And at home, I'll pick them to win this. I'll say uh, even with Brock Osweiler, I'll go with the Dolphins 27-21 over the Jets.
1: I'm taking Brock Osweiler to lead Miami to a narrow victory, 21-17. Uh, this game, I feel, could be a little painful to watch. Normally, I'm very much a Miami apologist, but this this would probably be at the bottom of my list of games I want to watch in the 1 o'clock hour.
0: <laughs> For me, the gold standard of games that are painful to watch, if you want to compare any, if you want to um, say any game is painful to watch, I have to go back to the uh, um, game between the Jets and the uh, mm. um, Cardinals of about, I guess it was uh, five or six years Oof. ago now that the final score yep. was something like uh, six to three or nine to six or something. That 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 has to be one of the most uh, painful games a I've ever of watched.
1: I would rather watch this Jets game than that Cardinals one. I will say game that.
0: On. Yeah, there was that Seahawks Cardinals game that ended in a tie on a Thursday night last year. If I'm remembering correctly, where I think it was 3-3 or 6-6 or some really ridiculously low score. Did, but, did um, not
1: help me in my Thursday Night Game series here. Like I'm telling you, they're bad news, no. which is always bad news.
0: So The last uh, of the early games is the one that I'd be most interested in watching among the early games, and that's Tampa Bay at Carolina. I think Ryan Fitzpatrick will put up some points, but I think Ken Newton will put up uh, a few more, so I'll go with uh, mm-hmm. Carolina to win this at home, 34-27.
1: I'm taking Fitzmagic to win this, 30-24. to 24. I'm sure you're not surprised by that.
0: <laughs> no, I just yeah, can't. I know you mind. just
1: want things to be different, but they're not.
0: <laughs> no, I, I don't want them to be I different. Am I am what I am. Yes. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm speechless. So why don't we just move on to the late games then?
1: I mean, we got pretty far in the show without me rendering you totally speechless. So this might be a new record.
0: That's true. That pick probably did it. Actually, if I'm only picking them by a (laughs) touchdown, I can't really, you know, I can't get on your case too much. It's not like I picked them to (laughs) win by three touchdowns and you're saying, no, I think that's going the other way then. We might have Listen, to I tried to pick c. J.
1: Bethard to win this week, and even I couldn't do that, so i I think I've been on very all good right. behavior
0: <laughs> okay well, let's uh, take a look at the late games first one up, Houston at Denver. Houston all of a sudden looks like the team to beat in the AFC south you know denver they they hang close, but they're not winning games. Case Keenum looking more and more like he was a product of the of the Viking system last year. um, There's a system guy.
1: The Bills cannot say that.
0: (laughs) No. I'll I'll say that the Texans take the show on the road and are successful with it. Uh, They're well rested and even the altitude I don't think slows them down. I'll go with uh, the Deshaun Watson's 27 over the Case Keenum's 21.
1: I'm taking the Case Keenum's 21-16. I don't believe in Houston. I'm still not on board.
0: Right. I, believe
1: me I reaped the benefits of Deshaun Watson's five touchdown passes last week on one of my fantasy teams and that was fine but like he's probably never getting back in the lineup it's over
0: who are you starting over him I'm just curious
1: Uh, in that league I want to say I, oh that's the Patrick Mahomes league I mean realistically okay
0: <laughs> all right. Yeah, I can't argue with that. But no. In all fairness, it's, it's were... not
1: like it was a it was a hard choice. But still, like he's probably done.
0: Okay. So next up, well, I think Kansas City have They I don't think they've had their bye week yet, have they?
1: Uh, no. I
0: think they're in week eleven, if I'm remembering
1: Yeah, correctly. they had a late one. So.
0: So I mean, he to might, start he might not. He still
1: might
0: not get the start that week. <laughs> come on, come on! <laughs> I don't. I don't. I'm just.
1: I'm not on board with this Houston team. <laughs> Bring me the fighting CJ right. Beathard.
0: <laughs> okay, if you start CJ Beathard over Deshaun Watson on Patrick Mahomes' bye week, um, I literally, I, I'll I literally tear, might do it. Just whatever little hair you. I have left, I might left, do I'll tear it just out. to fight you. <laughs> Well, you'd be spiting your. I can't wait for week team, eleven. All right. (laughs) Um, Next up, up we've got the Chargers heading a few hundred miles north to play the Seahawks. Uh, 11 on 12. Doesn't seem like a fair fight, but I'll go with the 11. I'll say Chargers 27, Seahawks 24.
1: I also went with the 11. I took the Chargers 33-24, so I've got them scoring even a few more points.
0: All right. Um, Next up, we've got Uh, One of the better games on Sunday, these last uh, two Sunday games, I think are both going to be fun to watch. We've got the undefeated Rams traveling to the Saints. I don't think they're going to be undefeated after this game anymore. I think it's a shootout, even though Drew Brees isn't having the prime Drew Brees season, I think they'll still do enough to win this game. I I think the Rams' uh, luck runs out a little bit here, and I'll go with the Saints to win this 30-27
1: I have the Saints winning this 35-31, so I got a whole bunch of points being scored here. The Rams, they had a tough week last week. And they're going it up against Drew Brees in New Orleans. I don't think it's a recipe for success.
0: I mean, New Orleans winning on the road at Baltimore and at Minnesota the last two weeks is very impressive, impressive. to me. That, sh- it that shows to me that they're more than just you know an offensive scoring machine. If they can hold those two offenses, especially Minnesota's, in check enough to to win. That's very impressive to me.
1: They're good at shaking their slow starts. Nobody does it better than Drew Brees.
0: Okay, next up we've got the Sunday night game. uh, Second week in a row that um, uh, Aaron Rodgers is uh, going to be involved in a shootout, I think. Uh, This time I think he's out on the short end of the stick yet again. I'll say uh, Tom Brady and the Patriots 34, Green Bay and the Rodgers is 31.
1: I have Aaron Rodgers winning this game, 33-30. to 30. I think if anyone, anyone can take a team that's being systematically dismantled and riddled with injuries and still find a way to win it, it's Aaron Rodgers. Granted, do I think maybe he wishes Mike McCarthy got traded? Yes, I do. But I think that regardless, he's going to find a way to win. Um, even though the the old Tom Brady's need to look a little better than they did last week, and that's generally not a good thing to get them off a week where they were a little down, I think Aaron Rodgers finds a way. I'm excited for this game.
0: Yeah, I mean, it is a short week for the Patriots, but I don't think that matters. They essentially had a bye week last week, yeah. and, yeah, they, they didn't wake up until the fourth quarter, but, uh, you know, they, they did what they had to do to get but out of there with a the win. But they did wake
1: up. That's what's important.
0: They did, they did. So, um, mm-hmm. last up, we've got the Monday night game. Your Cowboys hosting Tennessee Titans in a battle of the has-beens and never-wases. Um, I'll go with the Cowboys to win this pretty easily, which uh, will probably shock you, but uh, enjoy it because it there won't be too bit. many of those this season. So I'll go with the Cowboys 27 over the Titans 17.
1: I've got the Cowboys winning 24-17, so you're a little more optimistic, but I I like that we agree about this, so I will take it. Uh, Very quickly, a couple of Daily Fantasy uh, picks for you if you're looking for stacks this week. The Vikings, Chiefs, Redskins, and Browns are my picks. Uh, Value-wise, at quarterback, Ryan Fitzmagic, Derek Carr, Alex Smith, and Jared Goff are all good bets. At running back, Latavius Murray, Isaiah Crowell, Tarek Cohen, and Nick Chubb. Uh, wide receiver, you got a lot of options. Emmanuel Sanders, Paul Richardson, Devin Funches, Willie Sneed, Cooper Cup coming back off injury, Cortland Sutton and Antonio Callaway at tight end. Austin Hooper, Jordan Reed, and O. J. Howard are all good bets. And for defenses, look at the Jets and the Dolphins. Not a lot of high scoring uh points there. So take either one on that side of that game.
0: Okay. Quick trick or treat do do or some DFS. Nope, all right, no, uh, I'm
1: good. trick or treat it.
0: All right, trick or treat. My uh, treat list is Patrick Mahomes, James Conner, Marlon Mack, Adam Thielen, and Zach Ertz. Those guys are uh, at the top of my uh, treat list. How about you? Uh,
1: I would I would definitely go with all of those guys. Saquon Barkley, big fan of. Uh, On Johnson, actually, I would yes. add as well.
0: Yep. Yeah. And uh, my trick list is mm. with the anti-treat list. I have, uh, there's so many to pick from, but I'll go with Drew Brees, this is, yeah. David Johnson, Leonard Fournette, Keenan Allen, and Rob Gronkowski, and that's not necessarily a knock on them as players. It's just, you know, what they've produced so far fantasy value-wise compared to where they were drafted. I, I think those guys have all been yeah. pretty uh, huge disappointments so far this season. And somehow the, only, the only other one I would add...
1: Yeah, the only one I would add to that list would be Le'Veon Bell.
0: <laughs> yeah, he, he gets an honorable mention or a dishonorable mention, I guess. But um. Yeah,
1: yeah. So that's our version of Trick or Treat for this week. We certainly want to hear what you guys have to say. Uh, we'll be back next week. We're going to be here on Thursday night. Uh, I'm, my work has taken me away on Wednesday. So, Thursday, we'll be here with all of your news and notes, your fantasy picks, who to start, who to sit, waiver wire options, daily fantasy picks, game picks, all that good stuff. We got you covered just a day later. So, hang in there with us. You can find us all week long at fantasyfootballsherpa.com, on Facebook at the Fantasy Football Sherpa fan page, on Twitter at the number four THN inches show, at fantasy underscore Sherpa, and JK. KIM16. Thank you so much for listening this week, guys. Good luck. Unless, of course, you are playing us.